This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Umar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I am your host covering everything sport, international and local. Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's on Pulse95Radio.com, 95FM in the UAE, or even our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority. Thank you so much for tuning in. And boy, do I have an incredible show lined up for you. You see, here at the Halftime Show, we always try and look beyond sports and dive deeper into the root of performance and lifestyle. If it's not physical, then it must be something else, right? I might just have the answer. And our guest here today, JD Thomas, who played football professionally, talking to him through uh, England, France, Germany, America, Costa Rica, all over the world he's played. He joined us on the show today, folks. You don't want to miss this. What's very interesting about my guest today is he's really making an impact in today's world by coaching and educating people on the art of breathing, how to connect the mind and body through his practice and the relationship between emotion and demotion. I can't wait for this one. And if you have any questions, text us on 4215-Ittasalat-Odu or slide into our DMs on Instagram at Omar Duri or Pulse95 Radio as we are live right now. And shout out to Ala, Sam, Ali, Debo in the US and everyone who's tuned in on the uh, Instagram at Omar Duri. Thank you so much. More to come, folks, on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse95. Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the halftime show with Umar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! It sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Adouri. I'm your host, covering everything sport, international, local. Thank you so much for tuning in wherever you are and hope you're having an incredible day. JD Thomas is on the halftime show, founder of Proactive Breathing and Bodywork. JD, welcome to the show. Great, great. It's, it's uh, beautiful to be here. Hey, Already the conversation, you know, that we've had. It's, I'm excited. You know, I was saying this before. I think that the conversation in the car on the way here is going to be just as good as what we're going to do on the show. <laughs> yes, but I'll try yes. and distribute that around. Now, breathing is one of the most important things we neglect until we realize we are a part of it. Talk to me about breathing patterns. So uh, we all know that we have life patterns, and I'll, I'll list them for you, but mm-hmm. we have thought patterns, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And un- unfortunately, uh, a lot of the thought patterns are just negative. You know, you wake up in the morning, what's the first thing you think? Uh, and then when we're doing something, we have a t- particular pattern uh, during that, you know, whether it's, you know, uh, going, to the, going to work or whatever. So we have thought patterns. We have emotional patterns. Mm-hmm. Uh, emotional pattern is uh, how do you feel most of the time and then what triggers you? Mm-hmm. And then we get stuck in the negative ones sometimes. Uh, Behaviors, which is nothing more than a physical pattern. So we know we have those, but uh, we never think about something called a breathing pattern. Mm -hmm. Now, breathing pattern is a reflection of all these others. And so when you understand the science behind that, it's called the science of emotions, Mm -hmm. or let's say in better terminology, let's say you speak that language. Right. What that means is you can observe how somebody's breathing Mm And just from that, just from seeing how they breathe, you can tell them, uh, and this is what I do you know, every day, uh, I can tell them how you see yourself, how you see the world, what's blocked and what needs to open up. 
Very interesting. So it's a it's a fascinating you know new science mm-hmm. that everybody needs. You know whether you're an athlete or or a mother or a husband or a, you know everybody down to children. Right. It's a new thing that that everybody needs to know. And it's interesting you say that because what kind of practice can a beginner like me do to start regulating that breathing? Well, first there's an understanding of what happens when the pattern, how it gets uh, stopped. Right. And, and that has to do with emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the, to, to answer your question quickly, and then I'll give you an example of yeah. why it gets stopped. Uh, first, be aware. Mm-hmm. And then let's say you're in the middle of the day. I would, I would say take just uh, 10 really big inhales, mm-hmm. but without pauses. So really, right. Okay, and the main thing there is is rhythm. Okay. Uh, in life, we're not in rhythm. We're not in flow. You know, we get so in our head, we forget our body. Uh, we're we're under pressure. We're stuck. And and now I'll explain what how that happens. So let's say you and I, uh, and it, it's great because we had different passions. Yeah. Let's say you and I are seven years old and we're playing soccer. Right. Okay. So in that moment, uh, even at especially at that age, actually you can get into something called the zone or just like nothing matters Mm -hmm. nothing like you're so in the moment of what you're doing everything's great now obviously as kids we're having fun we were able to create we're imaginative uh even if we're playing something else we're able to express our emotions right yeah so if uh if you know if we lose we can get upset as a child if we can get angry if somebody takes away our toy you know we can throw a tantrum right. or something uh and if mommy and daddy come if we're younger and still open we can run across the room give them a big hug and you know be joyous mm-hmm. what happens is as we slowly grow up because of conditioning and thoughts and yeah all well, you have to be this way and you know where i come from i grew up in america uh and a big one was boys don't cry right yeah so it's like you know if you're a boy if depending on gender you, you can't have emotions mm-hmm. you can't feel so little beliefs and, and traditions and whatnot it prevents that that open flow of expression so l- so let me show you what happens let's say we're even younger let's say we're four years old right we're playing and then uh we're, someone comes in the room and then they just slam the door right like that what happens two things happen the body contracts because of fear it's, it's like what's going on the breathing literally stops right yeah 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 very true very true so that's a simple example but now you multiply all the experiences we've had uh-huh. in our entire life of like the thought i'm not good enough okay i mean and I, if you're listening i ask you now think i'm not good enough and see what happens to your body see what happens to your breathing it reacts to it yeah absolutely yeah and it goes into uh, the, the word we use there, and you mentioned it already. So emotion, mm-hmm. okay, is if you look at the word emotion, it's just inner motion. Right. Okay, right now, how you're feeling is going to dictate how everything's moving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The opposite of emotion is... Demotion. Demotion. Right. Yeah, and, and again, I mean, think of demotion. How does it feel? Right. You go into contraction, everything gets pressure and stuck. Yeah. So, uh, so is it like conditioning? Is it like conditioning the body that you can condition the breathing from a young age to be able to get you used to that kind of pattern? Is that kind of similar or? Yes, because we're doing that anyway. Right. So when we talk about like fear, you mm-hmm. know, if a loud noise and then the body contracts, the breathing stops, that right there is conditioning anyway. Uh, but, right. we, but we never, we don't know. We don't think about it. And then all these, you know, thoughts and experiences and 
you know, and then it, it only gets old, older and worse when you have relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, the body changes, then you have hormones, makes everything bigger. Right. It's like, oh, now I have to, I have to have a certain amount of something. I have to look cool. I have to dress cool. It's just more and more pressure. Interesting. And so, t- tell me, why does there appear to be like the stigma on why you're getting emotional, or is there, is there something that we do habitually that creates that stigma where it's not good to be emotional it's not okay to be emotional so if you look at the word emotion it's inner motion yeah uh the one big thing that, that people don't say is don't express it right okay like right. In, in this part of the world it's like you can't get angry mm-hmm. so now if you go if you survey 100 humans <laughs> just regardless of where they come from right and you and you go down the list of every single emotion and you ask them have you felt these mm-hmm. every human feels every emotion so it's the way that we look at emotions and and also how we're using them. Mm-hmm. So our our emotions are part of life. Right. Now the question is how can we use them to empower ourselves, to empower others, to connect ourselves and connect others? Mm-hmm. And then if we're talking about uh, performance, whether it's sports, music, artist, on stage, whatever, how can we use our emotions to get into a level to where we're performing at our best? A round of applause for you right there, my man. Guys, you don't want to miss the show. Uh, I'm telling you now, JD is, is great. And the first segment, as you can see, is already underway. But how are we going to top that? I'll tell you how we're going to top that. We're going to dive into sports. So stay tuned next on The Only Place to Be at 3, the halftime show on Pulse 95. You're listening to Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the halftime show. With Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Let's get ready to rumble! Salam and welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Adori. Shout out to everyone who's tuned in on the Instagram live at Omar Adori. Um, And I'll tell you, Maria Alduri is in the building now. Debo from the US asked a wicked question. Abu Abdullah as well is tuned in. Ala, Sam, Ali, Tariq, thank you so much. And I'll tell you why there's a big reason to join in because JD Thomas is here in the studio on the halftime show. Now, if you guys are tuning in and want to catch up on any of our shows, just head over to Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud and even Spotify and type in the halftime show with Omar Duri. And we've got some amazing guests like my man right here covering some incredible topics mental health, gut health brain performance and also managing sports and conditioning into your lifestyle all those topics and more and um, one of the questions that was asked in uh, during uh, the break I'm telling you guys if you're not tuned in on the radio you need to be tuned on Instagram live because there's he's spoiling us here with some really really good content Um, one of the questions I wanted to shoot your way JD is um, there's a connection we have with muscle memory is there a connection with breathing and brain memory so uh it goes back to what we said before, which is a breathing pattern. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, and the 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 part of the brain, yeah. which is the brainstem, uh, that regulates breathing, also is very related to where our emotions are. Right. Uh, so they're they're linked together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once you get in a pattern, unless you know a breathing pattern, I mean, uh, it's hard to break that unless you know how. Okay. So with my with the science of what I do, proactive breathing and body work, uh, it has the awareness of uh, not just what's going on. Okay, that's the first part, which is awareness, but also how do you uh, shift those patterns by using breathing, by using uh, different uh, touches and, and positions in the body, 
sound, uh, movement, different ways of expressing. Mm -hmm. So putting it all together breaks those patterns and opens it up. Yeah. Oh, wow, really interesting. Now, we, we spoke about this on the car on the way here, but unfortunately the half-timers weren't listening on the car on the way here. So I'm going to pick your brain on something. Your background happens to be football. And when I hear football, I hear... Yes. That's why. <laughs> that's, that's what I hear. Now, in the first segment, we spoke about breathing patterns and emotional patterns and the connection between the mind and the body. We normally associate breathing with emotion. So if there were categories, let's say fear, anger, grief, and anxiety, some athletes perform better than others, but some perform better apparently looking angry. I'm going to name three athletes. I want you to, to try and explain to me because you, you can actually read people by the way they breathe, correct? Yes. All right. Mike Tyson. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite boxer today, right? How do you remove that aspect from him, but also get him to perform like Mike Tyson? Okay. So obviously he found his own way. Right. <laughs> that, that worked for him. Uh, but let's, say, let's go back years. Let's say he was still fighting. Right. Right. Um, now, we're all pushed by uh, pleasure or pain. Mm -hmm. Now, he used his pain to win, to fight, to, to do well. Yeah. So in that case, uh, it, it's working for him, especially because he's, he's a boxer. Right. If I was working with him then, I would just raise his, use the same energy, but raise it higher. Okay. okay. How would you do that? So with the breathing, mm -hmm. uh, and it's called an elevation strategy. Mm -hmm. So it's, mm -hmm. it's a combination of uh, coaching strategies, but in, in the session. So what happens with the breathing once the session starts is the mind opens up. Now, he probably only knew one way to, to fight. He, he, he engaged that, you know, childhood anger of being beat up on the street. Mm -hmm and use that to get the job done. And, and every, every muscle fiber and cell in his body agreed because yeah. he would train himself to do that. Mm. Now, uh, and, and probably the base of it was fear. If you don't beat somebody up, you're gonna get beat, yeah. right? In the streets. But uh, if you raise that to uh, strength, which he did have as well, uh, but then strength and then another one, which is even higher, which is contribution. Now he's doing that now. Yeah. Uh, but if I worked with him when he was younger, yeah. then you, you process how to take the same energy. Mm -hmm. But then all of a sudden, instead of anger, okay, just imagine we could raise anger to strength and confidence. Mm -hmm. okay? If you can do that and keep it in the body, then he doesn't need the anger. Wow, okay. So then he's still performing, but at a higher level emotionally. Right, right. And then in his personal life, everything changes because he doesn't, he's not getting triggered. He's not ready to, you know, tear somebody off. Now, what happens in the body when you shift uh, to a higher uh, fuel, mm -hmm. let's say, mm -hmm. uh, and a higher intent is uh, life itself changes, but then the performance can go more easily into what we call the zone. Right. And so, uh, I mean, through the years, we have Michael Jordan, we have, you know, you, we can see when athletes get in that zone yeah. and somehow even without the breathing they, they figured it out and they did it naturally uh, what I what I use is let's say more efficient and quicker and can raise the uh, level of, of athletes that maybe aren't there yet right uh, but to answer the question I would I would work on uh, raising him to to have a awareness and insight of kind of the, the way he is now yeah and still st feel the strength without the uh, 
the the anger right, right. and i'll tell you wh- where it is in the body in general fear uh is lower in the body right so it, when we're and, and this is for everybody regardless of if, whether you're an athlete or not when you're in a moment of fear the muscles between the hips and the lower back you can have lower more lower back pain mm-hmm. because those muscles are tightening up mm-hmm. because literally you're you could say your your essence your soul whatever you're you're scared so you're trying to get out of the body yeah yeah and so that can it can help you in the moment for fight or flight you know this fight, kind of yeah response. we mentioned that the other day on the show actually fight or flight yeah, yeah. brilliant but well, uh, well you know actually it's funny you say that because i think without probably him noticing customato used to regulate and channel uh, tyson to be calm when he spoke and then to be a fighter when he fought. Okay. And I think so that's different states. Yes. Yeah, so but, but probably with Customaro he, he was a boxing coach. So maybe he didn't realize what he was doing at the time with a 16, 17-year-old Mike Tyson. Okay. Uh, yeah. Having been the youngest heavyweight champion in the world, but what I like about that story is just by you explaining it now it makes so much sense without him even noticing that he was calming him when he needed to and then unleashing him you know when it was the right time yeah so he brought out the animal when necessary absolutely <laughs> yes, i'm yes. going to throw in a couple a couple of things your way i know i know we're, we're jumping on into the break in a second but i'm going to name some athletes and in my in my aggressive nature of athletes i had mike tyson brock lesnar uh, from the wrestling world and uh, ufc and wayne rooney okay now some people say when Wayne Rooney was at his angriest, he mm. was his most effective because you could see the passion okay. and you could see the drive. But you also said something really, really interesting. It doesn't necessarily have to be aggression. It could be something where he's controlling his emotion in the right way. Yeah. So or directing it. I don't like the word it. control. Yes. But yeah. Yes, directing it at the right way. So when he moved on in his career, you couldn't see the same angry Wayne Rooney. Like even when he scored, yeah, he, he wasn't as you know, um, expressive, let's say. Um, he's obviously had a lot of help in terms of, you know, his mindset and everything later on. Yeah. But, but how do you as a coach speak to someone like Wayne Rooney where you've got to be very careful with your words? At what level of his career am uh, I talking to? I'm, I'm talking that... about after he calmed down. So okay. after he left Manchester United. Okay. So uh, there's a word I like to use, which is embodiment. Right. Okay. Embodiment means something's in your body. Right. Uh, with the science of what I have, I know exactly where the resources are in the body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, if he used anger before, that that was a resource. Right. Okay. But again, it's just an energy. Now, I would do. I would use breathing uh, with along with guided visualization and and processing and different rituals, both in the session and outside the session, mm-hmm. because whatever he could do before. He could continue to do right just because he's changed his mindset and maybe he doesn't have as much anger he can still perform by activating that anger mm-hmm. or or let's sorry not anger now but that energy so the question is as an athlete how do you how do you activate uh whatever resource you need to, to play at your best amazing and with the breathing we can do that amazing coming up next we talk to jd about the relationship between emotion and demotion and strategies that will help you condition that on the halftime show in the heart of Sharjah on pulse 95 you're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the fire that what the dog. This is the halftime show with Omar Al Duri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! 
Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to the Halftime Show. And I'm telling you, I'm saying, we are spoiling you on the Instagram Live. Thank you for sending in all your questions. And shout out to my cousin Yasin Kamek, who's in the studio today as well, all the way from Egypt, showing love at the Halftime Show on Pulse95. Now, JD, uh, you've been awesome so far, man, and time is flying. So I'm going to get straight into it. Now, in segment one, we spoke about emotion and demotion. Tell me more about that. And how do we, how do we, um, how do we reset if we're in the demotion? Okay, so uh, first you have to know what it feels like and looks like demotion. Uh, just to recap, demotion is contraction, mm-hmm. right? So it means the the body is stiff and tight and contracted, which means areas of the body are are holding on. Whatever's in those areas, which are resources, we can't access. Right. Yeah. Now. It means also the breathing is not moving there. So with a simple practice, what you want to do is get oxygen to those cells. And and this is where the, let's say the deeper science comes in, is the reason of why, why it's there. Now, uh, there was a, you, you might have heard of Bruce Lipton. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So uh, he, he studies literally like biology and cells and goes deep in there, you know, very impressive. Mm-hmm. I, I don't go there, but I like it. Uh, and what's going on? He says our issues are in our tissues. Right. And so I like that. Okay. What what we can say uh, in other words is our cells hold on to experiences. Mm-hmm. And even if the mind checks out, let's say you get in a car crash. Right. Okay. Probably most of it you're not going to remember because you're so you're you're you know scared. The the your essence checks out of your body. And then the body's in contraction, and then and then later you kind of remember some of it. So the uh, so again, that's that's like demotion. Mm-hmm. So our our issues are in our tissues, which means when we start breathing into it in the session, at least with with your eyes are closed, you might actually see some memories, experiences. Uh, you might realize, oh, I didn't even know that happened when I was four years old. I forgot about that. Yeah. Or and so. You start to string together and realize that there's reasons why you didn't want to deal with certain things. Right. And so this very much impacts, uh, for an athlete, this impacts, you know, how you show up on game day. Right. And I can say from personal experience, uh, I didn't know until after I retired as a a football player, Mm -hmm. some of the the reasons why I didn't, you know, perform what I could in those moments. And, it, and I, I had a pattern that I didn't realize. We right. all have patterns. We talked about that. Yeah. So what happens is is the breathing massages or moves some of those areas. So you have a, a tension, a blockage, a tight muscle uh, injury even, which is related. When the oxygen starts to move in those areas, whatever's there starts to move. So in the session, you may see it, you may feel it, whatever the case is. But what does an emotion want? And that's kind of a trick question. You think about it. I don't know. An emotion just wants to move because it's inner motion. Right. Now, when it moves, then it is also a resource, which means you can access it. You can use it. Okay. At that point, whether you're an athlete or, or not, then you're complete. You're whole. Mm-hmm. Then you go to another level of, like, creativity. Yeah. Uh, now, with that, when you when you shift out of demotion and you go into emotion... Okay, there's, there's another higher level, yeah. which is when you become embodied and you start to express that ability. Right. And that's kind of getting in the zone or, or, you know, performing at your highest. 
then everything flows much easier. Right. And you end up doing things that even you you impress yourself. Yeah. So I specifically use the breathing, and the and the the gift there. What I've realized uh, is it's much, it's so much better, so much more efficient than trying to use your mind. But see, that's so interesting because we often spoke about conditioning the body, but I'm so I'm so intrigued about conditioning the mind, and how to make breathing like more habitual. So with that, and obviously the practice that you do, can we do that? Can is that possible to kind of have that to a point where we we perfect it? Yes. So uh, through the practice uh, and the awareness of what it has, uh, first of all, like let's say you had your your first session, right? Yeah. What's going to happen is you're going to realize what breathing can do. Mm-hmm. You're going to and, and whatever we do to the body, we do to the mind. Right. And so uh, and this kind of goes back to different breathing patterns and and what you can do in meditation. You're sitting. Right. You're still. And you may sit there for hours and hours and not much happens yeah we have busy lifestyles in order to make shifts now and make it more efficient you need movement Mm -hmm. and so this really gets into those places that have been i mean if you sit in stillness well you've got contractions and things holding on they're not going to move just because you you're not moving right you're agreeing with them so why, why do we why do we find ourselves having to sit still to be able to regulate the breathing so the because then we and and the other one is you have to close your eyes in the in the process yeah, of yeah. this one. So when you activate and get the the breathing moving, mm-hmm. then everything in your inner world starts moving. Right. Okay. Right. I think I said this, but whatever you do to the body, you do to the mind. Yes. So when you activate that movement with the breathing and mm-hmm. you find a rhythm and a, and an openness, what happens inside is is not just thing you know memories and thoughts start moving, but the mind opens up. Yeah. So imagine all of a sudden you're seeing things from a different perspective, something you never thought of before, mm-hmm. something that in your conscious waking state you would never consider. Yeah. You might even not like it yeah. or, or think, oh, I'd never do that. That's wrong. Or, you know. But all of a sudden you start to see, let's say you're an athlete, you start to realize in the session how and why other athletes are doing what they're doing. And you tap into that energy of possibility and you see it and feel it in your body. So you talked about uh, raising the elevation strategy with yes. emotions yes okay yeah that's what's happening inside too mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you feel like you're unstoppable and you're not and you're just laying there and breathing yeah so you start to engage your possibility from the inside out mm-hmm. now most of what we do with the mind is from the outside in right it's backwards it's it works if you put them together mm-hmm. but the the most efficient way is from the inside out Brilliant. Stay tuned for more on the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Umar Abdouli on Pulse 95. Salama, welcome back to the Halftime Show. I'm getting I'm getting a lot of nice uh, love on the Instagram at Omar Duri and Pulse95 Radio saying, why don't you get him on once a week? Well, this is what happens when you have people like JD Thomas in the building. JD, welcome to the show. Awesome. Awesome. This is fun. Uh, well, I've enjoyed it a lot and I'm sure the listeners who are tuning in, guys, if you're just tuning in now want to catch up on our shows, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, type in the Halftime Show with Omar Duri and you get to hear more from people like JD Thomas. Now, JD, I'm going to throw some questions at you quickly. I know we're, we've already reached full-time on the halftime show and the segment's almost done. But 
with all the things you've learned and practiced in terms of breathing and artwork and emotions and everything, if you could go back in time and coach yourself, what would you do differently? Oh man, that's a that's a big one because I wish I could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, knowing what I know now, uh, I would very quickly work with some of the patterns that held me back. Yeah. Yeah. Now, with the science of what I have, I, I know, you know, quickly how to do that. Um, and if, if I think back, and this is probably with most players, I mean, when you're, let's say, anywhere 15 to 23, I mean, you have all the answers, right? Mm, it's yep. hard. Yeah. And you, you, you think you're unstoppable. You think the body's never going to break down and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would quickly... Uh, go straight into two sessions and and go deeper into uh, for example what kind of sessions so the the, the, the breath pre- and, the breath and body work sessions right okay and I would uh, use those to to find a more authentic confidence yeah nice. because uh, I had injuries you know most athletes have injuries at some point but I didn't realize that where they happened in my body mm-hmm actually meant something emotionally and specifically uh of of situations that happen uh, earlier in life right so there's something i do uh which this weekend in the event we're going to do it's about um timelining your injuries and not just physical but emotionally and understanding the relationship of what was going on in, in, in at life in life that time right and we're and we're talking about everything you know some of the big ones is let's say uh mom and dad gets a divorce mm-hmm. or you move cities or like all of that has an impact even if and it, it might be like it might not get to you till 10 years later but emotionally those challenges take away from your performance yeah so uh, with that awareness, I would, you know, very quickly, and when I work with younger athletes, uh, go straight to the point. And, and the nice thing about the breathing is they don't have to know. Like, like yeah. I, I know where I'm going because I've been there. Yeah. And I can use the breathing to get in their body and to open up uh, and break patterns that, that, you know, before they happen, before they get turn into injury or whatnot mm-hmm. and and shift those patterns into something they can use to perform better yeah uh, and they don't even have to know why and that's Very interesting. so coaching you got to talk about it but with breathing they they feel the insights and awareness and you go from there i need me a session I'll yeah tell you that now. <laughs> let's do it <laughs> um now one last thing um you spoke about it you said you had something going on this weekend yeah, so we have a, a, I have different modules, and this is body basics. Okay. So it's the basics of understanding how the emotions move through the body, mm-hmm. specifically which emotions get blocked where, right. uh, what that's going to take away mm-hmm. from, from the person, and then uh, the benefits of opening that up, and then also how to. Right. So this is kind of a, it's a facilitator training. Mm-hmm. So the ones that are coming are learning uh, not just the, the breathing, because breath basics was before that, but now using the the strategies of the breathing and the and the um, the partic- particular type of breathing, now what do you do with the body in the session, which is uh, would be simple simple body uh, manipulations, right? Uh, with pressure point, right? Uh, with different twists and also some some empowerment practices, everything from pushing, pulling, uh, and what it's opening up not just in the body uh physically because you can do that in the gym mm-hmm. but emotionally what it's tied to what resources are opening up within the person amazing and listen you're getting a lot of love on the instagram live i'll tell you that now where where can they where can they follow you where they can keep track of you 
So on uh, the website is newmestrategies.com, mm-hmm. newmestrategies. Uh, and the Instagram is my name, jdthomas.life. Amazing. JD, I got to thank you. We have reached full time on the halftime show. Um, it's been amazing, man. Thank you so much for coming down. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. I'll be back. I look forward to it. Absolutely. And remember, guys, you can catch us every Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, 3 to 4 on the Halftime Show on Pulse95. And we're coming up uh, very, very shortly on with the Adan. But what I will say to you now is just before we wrap up onto that, um, thank you, everyone, for your support. Thank you for all your messages and your questions. For those that did ask extra questions, I will have them your way and I'll have them answered by JD Thomas and sent to you directly. Love, guys. Have an amazing day. Here's the Adan prayer coming up right now. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3 p.m.